everybody welcome to the midnight crockpot episode 16.5 extras leftovers it is october 23rd 2020 at nine o'clock over here on the pacific coast 12 a.m over on the eastern coast and with me i i'm wild smiling with me davy crocco davy how you doing tonight what's up everybody how's everybody doing i'm doing very well uh johnny said he was forced to watch a 15 second biden ad campaign to be here and he wants his 15 seconds back we will give it to you back that's we'll fair make sure that you get that back that's more than fair and we apologize sincerest condolences my friend shout out to jewish bigfoot that's a great name that's that's great i i'm looking forward to the cartoon on adult swim you know after enough time has passed that that sort of thing is allowed it'll never be allowed but i mean that'd be a great show it would be so uh, Maybe tim he- tim heidecker could get involved he could do the voice of jewish bigfoot i i know yeah. why he has it in him with his blonde hair and his blue eyes uh davy what's on your mind what you've been uh what have you been up to these uh since last we spoke on air and i've had i've had quite the week uh i'm working on a halloween special for my uh spooky show podcast my third channel was hit with uh two strikes within an hour um and then i just started going nuts streaming on my uh second channel we've had about one or two streams a day uh i've been interviewing people that have been kicked off and censored from uh youtube uh adam green the last american vagabond titus frost just a lot of people have been kicked off of youtube this last week so i tried to uh focus on that and then uh you know, just make fun of people and have a fun time with the uh, great audience that I have. Yeah. Yeah. That's all you really can do on the internet until they decide that we're not allowed to be here anymore. We're when, when we're not from around here, boy, when we're, you're not from around here, are you boy? When that's us, when we're the boy, uh, we're just going to have to sit around and play video games. I mean, fuck worse things could exist. I suppose. What about you? What, uh, what, have, you been, what have you been doing? Cause I, I, I think I saw one stream from you this week. Jack shit. I haven't been up to anything. I've been playing some video games, hanging out with friends. Uh, I had a thing to do this week, personal life, uh, good stuff. But I had some some stuff to attend to. But now uh, I'm finally back on a normal, consistent working schedule. I had enough time to do a show tonight with you and just just living life, living the dream. I was not too excited. Um, I'm not. What was it? Was there uh, was there sex with a lady involved? Uh, I can't remember if re- I mean, there has been recently, but I can't remember if it was since we last spoke. You know, I, I've been kind of uh, I've been getting bored of the dating world. I'm waiting for a, a, a lady, a lady, a special cat boy to come across. Maybe and, uh, really yes. steal your heart. That's exactly it. We'll fly some, one of these fellas in. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, you know, you know how dating is, folks. There's ups and there's downs. You meet some interesting people. You meet one person, you're like, this person's hella cool. And they have a crazy quirk. And you're like, eh, I don't I need went, this in my life. I went on two dates this week and one was fun and we hung out and she put out and it was great. And the second one wanted to talk about uh, future kids and marriage. And uh, that ended quite quickly. Yeah, I, uh, one of the girls that I've been talking to, excuse me, chat, ladies, one of the ladies I've been talking to, she's a little older than me, and we were hanging out, we were vibing really well, but then she started going on about masks, and she called herself like, yeah, I'm a mask care, and I, I fucking call the manager, I try to get, you know, because this is COVID, we could all die, and like, immediately went, oh, 
in my interest, I could see it like almost manifested materialistically in, in front of me as like an orb. I could see it just waning and the light just completely dissipating and being gone. I could at that within two minutes, I, w- I went from trying to figure out how to get in her pants from trying to figure out how to get her to leave. It, it was it was fucked. So, yeah, uh, so I'll be so I'll be talking to some and I'll say, well, you know, I I, uh, I work as a full time, uh, you know, I do some consulting work for restaurants. Uh, I'm involved in a catering business and I, I also manage a kitchen and uh, they'll always ask me what I'm doing when I'm home. And um, and I'd say and I never mention, oh, I'm a YouTube streamer. Like it's like some cool thing because it sounds so gay. But I'll just be like, oh, I'm just doing some research because I uh, do some shows every once in a while. Some kind of, you know, I'm interested in making documentaries or whatever. And they'll be like, oh, what about? And like, I don't want to tell them what about because then it's instantly the conversation's over because I have to explain to them that I'm against fucking mask and I don't believe in COVID and I don't know what kind of realm we live in. And they think I'm crazy. I may be crazy. Um, and I ask them if they're religious and, uh, you know, it just goes off the rails pretty quickly when we start getting into those conversations. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could always have fun with it. I tell everybody I'm a YouTuber and I'm going to be famous one day. I'm going to save Western civilization with uh, IRL streaming. <laughs> That's coming in the future, by the way. So keep your keep your eyes out, Chad. One day it'll be me out there on top of a bridge dropping knives and sp- uh, pepper spraying people beneath me. I'm not sure if I think we briefly talked about that. But one of the uh, associates of Ice Poseidon too, like a group of IRL streamers that involves like Baked Alaska and a few other people. This guy scaled a bridge and like dropped a knife on people who were, you know, it was unfolded, but still he dropped a knife and then like maced a bunch of people and talked about how he was a king, how he was going to go out like Elliot Roger. Uh, didn't sound so big, big and bad when the police came to him and told me he needed to turn off his stream. There was, it was one moment that I really liked out of the whole thing. Well, and this was right before I went into work, too. Uh, it was just a fucking hell of a way to start off the day, uh, my work day. This guy is asking these police officers, did I break any crimes? Am I going to jail? And they're like, no, no, you didn't. Uh, no, you're totally fine. Just stay put and we'll, we'll, be, we'll be right with you. I just don't like getting in the conversation of like, um, we'll talk about religion and then, uh, you know, I'll get these people. Oh, yeah, I'm heavy religious. I go to church every week and I think they're lying. And then I'll say, um, well, do you believe in evolution? And then they'll say, well, yeah, we I believe in the, uh, you know, consensus of science. I go, so you're not really, you know, that engaged in what you're practicing because you're kind of contradicting yourself in that regard. So you're a liar and I'm going to stop talking to you now. <laughs> and yeah. I try to make them feel really bad about it. Oof. Yeah, I'm a mean, I'm a mean, I'm a mean person. Yeah, I, I've had a few people go, oh, you know, somebody told me that you, you worked on like a podcast. So what do you talk about? I go, I believe everything that the media tells me I'm allowed to believe, sir, that that we don't step out of the range. I am not punk rock. I am not counterculture. I, I whatever. Look on that TV right there. What is that famous person saying? What is he saying? That's exactly what we talk about. Whatever that guy says, because he is the center of the universe. He is. He believes in science. And therefore, if you believe in science, that means everything you say is true unless it's against the scientific narrative. But anyway, uh, yeah, it's been a been a week. That's for sure. But uh, some people are having a, a bit more of a rougher time than others. What do you think? So, are you so familiar? We're doing, Sorry, go ahead. We're doing, we're doing Friday, as we did last Friday. And this is technically 16 and a half, but it's really 17. Um, it's both in one. But we are going to come back Tuesday 
with 18 back on schedule Tuesday night, midnight Eastern, if our schedules work out. This was simply a work schedule issue, really. Yeah. Um, Wild got called in. I've had call-ins and just weird shit with work. Uh, we will be here every week with a show regardless, even if it's not on the right day sometimes. But we're going to try our best to be consistent with the shows. Got about 100 people right here right now. I just want to say thanks to everybody uh, that showed up. Thanks to our members. Thanks to everybody that shared. Uh, and if anybody wants to support the show, we have uh, memberships. We still have super chats, even though Google takes like, a ridiculous amount of money and if you'd like to really support the show and help out uh streamlabs is probably the best way to go and we can read your comment on screen if you want to get anything off your chest make fun of one of us uh just talk some shit uh that link will be in the chat and that's streamlabs.com slash the midnight crockpot slash tip and uh wild smile uh holds all of those funds I'm the banker. I'm the, I'm the banker in this situation. No, speaking yeah. of which, right, when we were, when I was, uh, because it lumps in all of my other channels' earnings with it, I go, what I, and it's also good to do for, uh, like, posterity. I'll go into and be like, okay, here are the, the Super Chats, and I'll add them up, add up the memberships, and then uh, the ad revenue, and then just divide out, or I take out 30%, and then I divide that by half, and that's how much we each get. So we get 35%, Google gets 30 fucking percent. They get almost as much as we do. That's such bullshit. I just wanted to yep. say, it really it really settled in when I was was like, okay, 100, 150, they get, they get like 40-something dollars, and we both get uh, I think it was like roughly 50 bucks each. I'm like, shit, they got paid $50 just to host a show that they'd probably fucking eat if they knew existed? That's bullshit. Yeah, $50 a month. But we're not complaining about the. Oh money no, at all. no. We love we love doing the show, but we would highly suggest uh, memberships are great because you'll get uh, hidden posts, hidden content, special content. Uh, but as far as uh, super chats, I think the way to go is Streamlabs. Yeah, yeah, and like I said, like we said, we're all thankful for all of it. But just there's a little sour grapes when Google gets a, just as much or almost as much of a cut as I do. And I'm like, you, you fucking bastards you're actively making this, this more difficult this platform is i mean a year it's gonna be just cnn just fox it's just gonna be your approved youtuber steven crowder might still have a spot oh yeah uh dave dave rubin will weasel jew his way into a spot but fun back will uh, have a show most, yep. For the most part, it's going to be mainstream media and what they call alternative media, which isn't alternative media. Alternative media is like, um, for example, uh, Adam Green, who got removed from this week, uh, even though I don't believe this is separate. I, I like Adam Green, but Alex Jones, someone I don't believe what he says. That's alternative media. Uh, these people get kicked off constantly from every platform. So the actual alternative media that you're going to be left with is like Jimmy Dore mm -hmm. and like, uh, I can't even think of the guy's name right now. He's so gay. Um, Young Turks. The guy's name is like Sam something. I can't think of his oh, name. Oh, Sam Cedar. Sam Cedar. Yeah. Just one of the most annoying people. Yeah. Someone threw DeFranco out there. Yeah. This is what you're going to be left with. We're in the irony, right, that, you know, Keemstar will probably still be around. And I've heard audio clips, endless videos of this guy screaming obscenities. I mean, in public, I know it's somebody playing his video, but the 
uh, the clip of Keemstar yelling the dreaded N word with a hard R and everything is ubiquitous on YouTube. It's everywhere. And uh, the very fact that this guy is still like one of the, the face of YouTube in a lot of situations. I have contacts at YouTube, blah, 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 blah. And I'm not calling for him to get banned at all, by the way. Uh, but I do find it ironic that while all of these bannings are going on, the person who who's screaming the, the N-word, that's getting other people kicked off while he still has a promoted show on the platform. Just a little irony as well. Pool will be here too. Yeah. You know, uh, also be, Rick Rubin, not Rick Rubin, Dave Rubin. That's going to be your platform. Uh, so people are making the exodus to DLive, and that's going to get oversaturated. Uh, BitChute's already having problems because it's mm-hmm. getting overloaded. They can't load videos fast enough. DLive is going to start getting under pressure from people like the ADL and other people. Um, you even have, like, human rights groups being uh, charged with anti-Semitism. So, uh we have a full show, and we've been just rambling for uh, quite a few minutes, but uh, I think it was good to catch up with everybody and shoot the shit. Yeah, so definitely. welcome, everybody. We have a great show ahead of you. Uh, so how about I give them a brief summary real start? quick? Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, yeah go ahead. I was just going to say we were going to start with Doofag, uh, but you can go ahead and uh, give the summary. Well, we do have a clip of Alex Jones just absolutely losing his mind. I don't know where we're going to work it in, but we have Alex an Alex Jones clip. We have uh, a fellow named Sasha Baron Cohen who uh, has revitalized a, uh, a a dead character of his called Borat, who I will say was funny when it came out, but he's recently started this new character called Sasha, who is an insufferable piece of human trash that is a human being who got popular, famous, rich, and wealthy prominent famous by uh being an edgy comedian by what he said he spins it as i was exposing everyone's inherent biases but what he was really doing was perpetuating stereotypes if this if this person was not a chosen individual they would have used that same evidence that's used to vindicate him as being some champion of the people and they would use it to destroy this person's life he's out there perpetuating horrific uh, stereotypes about jewish people but because he's in the club, it's person it's allowed. But if I were to do the same thing, it wouldn't be. And it's well, vile. Well, he, he he's the type of person that told you he's funny for so long that you have to believe it. Um, it reminds me of a Goebbels quote uh, that's attributed to Adolf Hitler: "If you tell a big enough lie and tell it uh, frequently enough, it will be believed." Yep. Um, and that's what I feel about Sasha Baron being funny because yeah. I don't find him funny. And this article was the most pretentious thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, and that's saying a lot considering it, the person front and center is Sasha Baron Cohen. Like it's we've already had to deal with this fucking prick before. And even this is just new levels of insufferable condescending bullshit. Uh, this new character of his, his condescending gatekeeping comedian personality uh, it, it's got to be the most insulting thing out there. Now, we briefly touched touched on it on our previous episode, but uh, Sasha here did a speech in front of the ADL about exposing anti-Semitism and championed himself as a as a uh, man of the people. I'm I'm a virtuous soul doing good. To help. You're you're supposed to be an entertainer. Be funny. And I, I will say this: Borat is a funny character because what you have is a a lighthearted was. individual. Was yes, that's a great way of putting it. A lighthearted individual who believes in horrific things. And so he's like this real pleasant guy. And then he just 
slowly leaks out these really horrible things that he believes in or thing, you know, f- crazy exaggerations. And none of his other characters really were that in depth. And I think it was on accident. I don't think he realizes what's clever about the character. He just brought it back so he can push for a political party. Like, there's nothing more anti-fucking punk rock than some millionaire coming out and telling you what you should do with your voice because he's a champion of the people, not you. Like, get fucked, man. Like, we didn't, we don't need you to lead us. We didn't appoint you. No one asked you to resurrect your dead fucking character to push Joe Biden. Like, really? Joe Biden, the diddler, the fucking chomo. Really? Is this, of course, there seems to be a pattern, you know, standing up for the ADL, Leo Frank, and how the ADL was founded to protect the uh, reputation of a child murderer and pedophile. And now here the ADL is protecting the the reputation of Joe Biden, a person who I believe to be a pedophile. So, it, you know, it's, it's like poetry. It rhymes. So uh, I think you've probably read through this article a little bit more he, he than I have. Gave, Sorry, he, gave the, he gave the keynote speech at the Never Is Now ADL International Leadership Awards Summit. This guy spoke for an hour about just nonstop uh, anti-Semitism. Everything's anti-Semitic. And he was the keynote speaker of this thing. Um, and, and he got me-, me too, by the way. He got credibly accused of... Uh, Asking Rebel Wilson to stick a finger up his ass on set. Specifically that. Which is a lovely. Uh, and we'll get to that when we get to the uh, how he's trying to throw Rudy Giuliani, Rudy Giuliani under the bus. Uh, but this guy's done some, I mean, heinous acts. And I, and I guarantee something in the future is going to come out. A tell-all book. Because uh, he thinks he's the man of Hollywood right now. Yeah. But uh, I, I think there's going to be some stuff coming out on what he's done on sets with uh, some of these young girls that he likes to uh, bring on set with him, that they're, they're his sister. Um, and this latest Rudy Giuliani one where it's, oh, she's only 15, but she's really a 25-year-old fucking hot actress from like nova scotia his whole fucking game is just trying to catch people and it's just it's just jewy yeah no other way to put it it's his own just yeah he's just jewy he's acting in a way that perpetuates jewish stereotypes in a negative way it's it's like he's playing a a a, a fucking I can't even put my words together to to articulate it. He's playing an insufferable Jewish gatekeeping character, but it's his real life. Now, I I do have uh, I I didn't I think I briefly brought this up when we were talking, but there's a clip here where he is in uh, undercover as a character trying to go to a gun store because he's one of these. We need uh, we need gun reform. You know, one of these lovely uh, multi-millionaire people who tell us that we're not allowed to protect ourselves but you know he he's allowed to have armed guards so in this clip here he goes to a, a gun store in riverside i believe in california and bring it up and good point and good point by johnny arcade and they give james o'keefe they give james o'keefe shit yeah they give james o'keefe I, shit the, while this is paraded around as, as good journalism had, have you seen the james o'keefe uh total takedown of joe rogan yet no, I haven't. He did a whole video uh, of every clip Joe Rogan's ever talked shit about him and put it all together and just called him out. It's fucking great. Good on you. Good on you, James. 
Yeah, he's James O'Keefe. Out of everyone in this whole sphere, he's one of the few people I still like and still respect. I, it's going to break my heart when I realize he's in bed with some fucking shady people. I really hope it's not the case, but I, I genuinely like James O'Keefe. But And just the unfair barometer that they placed on the burden of truth for him. And, and you know, and then you contrast it with Sasha Baron Cohen and it's supposed to be gospel. But I'll, I'll go ahead. We don't really need the audio. I could let it play for a minute, though. Got me caught. Get the fuck out of here, Borat. Get the fuck out of here, Borat. Watching the moments, employees of a Riverside gun store say they caught actor Sasha Baron Cohen coming to their shop in disguise and under false pretense. That is fake. Stupid disguises, too. He's not even good. Like, Sherlock Holmes was, was amazing at this. I know he's a fictional character, but... I'm just so ashamed on behalf of Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, the person who came up with uh, Sherlock. Let's see. Let's the money through. that this guy has and the amount of time he could put into actually like the makeup they can do nowadays and add weight to you and make you look like a completely different person. He puts a fake fucking beard on. Dude, all you need is, like, give yourself a hunch, walk, walk a little funny, put on a voice, and, like, have a quirk, like, with your arm. You know, you it, it takes, like, zero creativity, and he still fails to do it, because I genuinely think he accidentally discovered the brilliance of, former brilliance of Borat, which I do, like I said, I do think it's a good character. But he doesn't, he never understood what made it funny. So now he's trying to revive this dead character, and he's just walking around going, okay, what do I do with this now? But what do no, I, they give, sorry, go ahead. Give James, they give James O'Keefe a lot of shit for what he does. Um, and I'm not a huge fan of James O'Keefe and uh, who he surrounds himself with and yeah. where he gets his money from to uh, support his operation. But he at least has the smarts not go in as James O'Keefe and interview people. He sends other people in because he knows he has a famous face. Yeah. Sasha Barrier Cohen is an actor at heart so he wants the attention so yep. you can never just send someone else in to get the footage yep he's the brilliant mind he's the center of the universe it's not about the message it's about him delivering the message that's because he's the god appointed uh voice of a generation but the thing i the reason i wanted to bring up this clip here is he found what appears to be a hispanically owned gun shop he didn't find he, he's targeting a uh a person of color's business to try to shut them down. And I love what this person had to say here. The moment his words came out of his mouth, I was like, this guy's full of that store owner, Norris Sweden, he's the one seen in the video dealing with Cohen and his camera crew after he was told they were there doing a documentary on a Hungarian immigrant wanting to buy a gun. He comes in off the bat. You can see the video. I'm looking. I'm like, this guy does not look like a Hungarian immigrant leather pants, a beard, uh, it just didn't fit. But he says North it's what Cohen said after that handshake that really blew his cover. I want to buy a gun, like that, talking like that. And I just kept looking at the guy and I was like, you're Borat. Soon as I said that, his eyes just looked at me like, and he did a B-turn right out the door. Sweden says, pants down, the emperor has no fucking clothes. He looked at him dead in the eye and go, you're Borat. And he just like, oh, 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 no. He runs out of there with his hands in the air. Oh, no, he's being anti-Semitic. No. Oh, no, I'm actually, I'm actually Bruno. You know, that, that shitty movie that they gave me. Yeah, right. No, 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 I'm, I'm the dictator. Remember the other shitty oh, movie they right. gave me? Hold on, no, I'm, I'm, this, I'm this other shitty movie they gave me. 
it gave him so many movies off of Borat, and he could never just get that juice back. He got yeah. the juice back, but couldn't get the juice back. Yeah, are you familiar with uh, Lady in the Water at all? The movie by uh, M. Night Shyamalan? The point is... Uh, is, is that with... Um, Paul Giamatti. Uh, uh, Yes. Uh, the, the reason I bring it up, yeah, is one of the things he does in the movie. It's like the this this rigorous. Uh, <laughs> he writes himself as a character that is a savior of humanity, like a character that is just M Night Shyamalan, and it's his way to like own the critics. So he wrote this whole movie around the premise that a writer could change the world, and it's totally just supposed to be him. That's what this reminds me of. This new resurgence of Borat is Lady in the Water. It's it's Sasha Baron Cohen's Lady in the Water. It's him tr desperately trying to tell people, look, I can save the world. I'm really important. I'm a hero, guys. Yeah, well, a hero. It'll, it'll, it'll flop just like Lady in the Water did. Yeah, that's, they always do. Now, there are people saying it's funny right now, but that's because it's... Most of this is mainstream promotion trying to blow smoke up its ass so the normie thinks it's funny and then watches it. It's it's their new version of a laugh track. If they have him on Jimmy Kimmel, they have him on all the on the view and all these daytime shows, then the average person who doesn't hasn't seen him uh, give his speech in front of the ADL and see how much of a snake he really is, they're gonna go, Oh, okay, it's boring. I remember this was funny, so I'm supposed to laugh. The modern version of a laugh track is implied. It's they push this shit down your throats and to see if you'll laugh at it, to see if you understand that they want you to think it's funny. And it's not funny. It's really sad actually. So we're almost at we're almost at two thousand subs. That's we're pretty, getting there, man. Pretty, pretty cool for sixteen and a half episodes. Getting there. We're getting our. Uh, it's taking us a little bit of time to to get our uh, podcast muscle in, right? If when you do shows by yourself all the time, you forget about uh, like let, when to jump in when a person's done with their thought. When you talk with somebody in real life, you can tell when somebody's done based on their body language. But when you're just listening to a voice, it can be a diff a bit difficult to suss out at times. Well, I'm 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 down to go on camera. Just I'm just throwing it out there. I actually have a VTuber set up. <laughs> I could be I could be an anime girl chat. Uh, no, there were some other things. I was going to make my own model and just to have fun with that. Um, the main reason, like I'm such an animated guy, I probably could bring a lot with uh, with a camera. I, I'm not necessarily camera shy, but I, I don't even have pictures of myself on my phone. <laughs> no joke. <laughs> But uh, we have here, uh, so I, I saw you talking about this. You, you definitely uh, have probably more of an opinion on it than I do. So Rudy Giuliani gets busted by Borat. Uh, you've seen the clip. I have not watched the full thing. I've seen like a couple seconds of it. Uh, why, why don't you go ahead and initiate uh, us into the world of Sasha Baron Cohen's Borat to make, you know, make benefit for great learning of Israel? I think we should show the clip. Yeah, yeah. Let's go ahead and bring that up. I think in this uh, other link here, this is him on one of these shows. I forget which one, but I, I believe they'll uh, they'll show it. Well, now to our GMA cover story, the movie that yeah, Good Morning America talking about Borat. The clip. He explains it. Nice. I didn't realize we needed it explained to us. Gives us yeah, this context. This is what they do with these fucking celebrities. Oh, we we want you to come on and explain the clip. It's just so fucking stupid. And then I'll explain the clip of what really happened. Yeah, let's uh, let's take a look. Everyone so is talking specifically to, uh, about the... the. Sorry, go ahead. So let's just go to the clip, and then I'll uh, go with the uh, articles after. Yeah, we'll just we'll explain it. How about that? You know, maybe Sasha Baron Cohen can fuck himself. How about that? 
we just want to show we just want to show people what they're talking about and what they they claim to have caught Sasha Barra Cohen or uh, Rudy Giuliani do Rudy Giuliani doing, which was just so beyond the pale. I mean, unacceptable behavior. This can never happen. Yeah, imagine if uh, Rudy Giuliani tried to like smell an underage kid's hair or something like that'd be fucked up here i'll show you chat look get a load of this shit so you type in borat rudy giuliani clip you get good morning america you get today you get the hollywood reporter you get et canada sky news australia jimmy kimmel look even uh is his name colbert yeah you get colbert he's really funny he's really funny and he's talking about it so what does that tell you he's a really funny guy just you get all of the approved opinions to give you the truth on what happened. You don't get to see the clip for yourself. Not without Sasha giving you commentary, by the way. I can't seem to find the isolated clip. Just every asshole on the internet's commentary over it. It's, not, it's an IGN. <sighs> Here we go. Here we fucking go. Let's go, boys. Okay, so she's 26 years old. She's a model. She's hot. She's grabbing at him around his waist this is where they put the mic on and he's thinking she said to him come to my hotel room that's what she said to him come to my hotel room and then she starts playing with him and and you know getting very touchy with him what is he gonna lose he's new york's mayor people think he saved the fucking new york after 9-11 they wanted to get his dick sucked what's the big deal and honestly so this is her hotel room. This is her. She invited him to the hotel room. Do you like to come to my hotel room for a cup of coffee? No reason. They're just on set. It's a proposition in my book. You no, know, you don't. I've never had a girl tell me, hey, would you like to uh, come into my house to uh, have a drink? And it didn't lead to something happening, especially yeah. if they start touching you. Yeah, I mean, if they're making coffee and they sit across the table from you and start talking about some stupid shit and you know it's not going anywhere and you get out of there, but she's tells him to get on the bed. The microphone is placed. Um, they put it on the front. She's right on top of, I mean, she's on his dick. He says, okay, I'm going to unzip my pants. And there's no point where he says, hey, I'm unzipping my pants, suck my dick. I think I think they set him up saying we have to put the mic on the front of you um, because when you if they put it on the back of you like they normally do when you sit down it shapes it, mm-hmm. it makes noise um, it's uncomfortable so I think they completely set him up and this was two months ago so they perfectly did this uh, as their October surprise to put it out right before the election because Sasha Bear Conan couldn't be more of a fucking devil democrat piece of shit and they wanted it out there um instead of releasing it two months ago they wanted it two weeks before the election during the hunter biden shit yeah just what a coincidence al says she's definitely hot yeah she's definitely hot yeah um i think everyone would have taken the bait rudy giuliani did nothing wrong I I don't understand why I would expect that he's like abstinent or something. I don't know if he's married. I I, I don't know. But uh, what I'm pretty sure he's here mar- is- pretty sure he's married. But at that point, once you hit mayor status, marriage just means wife. You know, has a nanny at the house and does whatever she wants, and the husband, while he can still pop Viagra, goes out and fucks anything that moves. 
Yeah, yeah, it's usually the, the typical MO of a popular famous person. But yeah, this is the uh, the clip that has generated so much controversy. So much controversy, and seems to be the consensus here that he did nothing wrong. So here's the uh, woman in question. Now, uh, Borat even had a moment where he could have done something funny. He could have been funny. But uh, instead, he had to make it a, a political thing. Like, he he had Rudy, Rudy Giuliani in his hotel, or yeah, presumably his hotel room, like, fiddling around with his junk. He was right there. It was about, you were about to have something big. It would have been fucking, well, it might not have been big. You, you would have had something groundbreaking. And instead, uh, this, this dumb bullshit. It, it just accomplished nothing. And at the end, it left me with a... Uh, left me standing there with my dick in my hand if you pardon the expression i will not and uh, i think that's disgusting talk we're, we're not about that about the show this is a family show um but the fact that they try to uh say this is a 15 year old girl you can obviously tell she's 20 she's in her mid-20s she's a fucking glamorous actress uh model like no one's fooling anybody. She's not 15. Yeah, there's no fucking way. Like, the only people I think would pass on this are, like, Joe Biden. This chick's way too old for Joe Biden. No fucking way to yeah, sniff her hair. He, yeah, I mean, he might he might go for a quick rub, but he wouldn't get aroused as much as if it was an eight-year-old in a dress. Uh, man, what a scumbag. <laughs> I really I really loathe this human being. Uh, Sasha Baron Cohen. It, it's so sick to talk about, but yeah, Borat's Bulgarian honey trap girl. They're calling it a honey trap. It's not a honey trap. It's just, it's a girl that lured a fucking famous politician to a room and nothing happened. I mean, he literally had Jeffrey Tubin whip his dick out on a fucking Zoom call. No dicks were whipped out during this, but they say it's a honey trap. Damn it, I missed my opportunity. 15-year-old daughter and Rudy Giuliani's sting operation is revealed to be a glamorous Black Lives Matter supporting 24-year-old actress plucked from obscurity. Oh, yeah, I'm sure Sasha Cohen plucked her from obscurity. I'm sure he didn't have his eye on her from afar. Specifically, uh, you know, years. Yeah, the skeletons in this guy's closet. So... The actress who honey trapped uh, Donald Trump's lawyer Giuliani in the new Borat movie, which I hope tanks. I really hope it fucking tanks. Has been revealed to be a BLM supporting 24 year old from Bulgaria, uh, Maria Bakalova. I like the name. I like the look. Uh, who graduated from film school last year following an interview on coronavirus. Bakalova led the 76-year-old uh, Giuliani into a hotel room where he reclined onto a bed. That's not what happened. She placed him on the bed and appeared to put his hand down his pants. Well, she put his hands on his pants first. He was interrupted by Sasha Baron Cohen's character, his only character. She's 15. She's too old for you, he said, which makes no sense. Um, Giuliani later pointed out I was fully clothed at all times and told the reporter he was merely tucking in his shirt, not doing anything untoward. Okay, you were going to pull your dick out. We all understand that. Hey, but he kept his tidy whities on the whole time. He did. He didn't pull his dick out, so he can, he can play it up that he was... Listen, I was fully clothed the whole time. I might have been in the act of pulling my dick out, but during the time that you filmed me, I was fully clothed. I lean back, I tuck in my shirt, and, and uh, I tuck in my shirt, 
in that point they have this picture that they take which looks doctored by in any event the former mayor of new york told it's not doctored they didn't doctor the photo <laughs> i and love how they try to spin it look how fucking everything. shitty this camera is too like the quality here they they got rudy giuliani in a, on a situation like this and they couldn't get high definition like 60 frames per second or you know 1080i 4k footage like th look at this grainy shit this is what this is what all of the money of the adl and sasha baron cohen can provide for us the the shitty low res potato cam disgraceful so is there anything on this uh the next article yeah. they would be borat's yeah. daughter was a guest at the white house came within feet of donald trump and shook hands with his son uh donald jr uh promo for oh, new movie reveals raising questions over security checks around the president oh, yeah, no one knows like who this that. is who cares? Like like when Obama had a uh, event with all the world leaders and a couple just snuck their way in. Yeah, those kind of security, those kind of security operations. It's it's just it's just so crazy. Uh, she was being interviewed or interviewing own correspondent Chanel Ryan, a controversial figure who Trump has repeatedly invited to ask questions. Kelly.com observed the interview while it was taking place on September 16th and saw the actress being trailed by a camera and sound crew. Serious security questions now surround how actresses, how this actress got into the White House and what checks were done on her. I'm sure there was some kind of, uh, you know, Hollywood wig saying hey we'd like to get her in there we want to get her in the white house to get some you know i doubt she just snuck her way in past secret service the way they're trying to make it sound yeah you know Bor borat is the king of oh i sneak in everywhere i get away with everything yet you get caught all the time because everyone knows you're borat you dumbass yeah so and then we also to close out this uh this topic here we did have his appearance on good morning america do you think we should even bother yeah, he 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 made a he made a uh, nice. Was this the the him explaining afterwards or him explaining the whole scene? Um, I'm not sure. It's the one you provided, so I'm not sure if you wanted me to show that. Yeah, this is the one. Sasha Baraconin responds to Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani claims about Borat scene, so he's gonna try to explain away what really happened, and he has this actors and we can play a short clip of it yeah let's go ahead and play just a just a smidge i'm gonna speed it up a little bit here with one point. we got we got we we got blackface killer to get to yeah that's next that's a good one with us and everyone is talking specifically about a scene that scene as it's been referenced in your movie involving rudy giuliani and giuliani himself has been talking about it as well we can't show the clip it's not morning tv friendly but basically the president's personal attorney is seen in a compromising position in a hotel room after having an interview with maria's character uh but i want to say that giuliani tweeted hold he said on we are held there's nothing not tv friendly about that clip well have you know good not morning america we have a family program around here and we don't show seedy shit like that you creeps. You know, this is, I think this is the same correspondent that came on air on Hot Mike and said that they made her bury the Epstein story. Is this, uh, what's her name? Uh, it doesn't say her name here. It's her. Is that With really? That, everyone is talking specifically about a scene. See if I can go back. <laughs> of course, well, she's trying to keep her name out of there. Of and on GMA, first Sasha Baron Cohen stars in the newly released Borat subsequent movie film. 
I think you're right. I think that is the person. I can't confirm, but I, I do think you're right. Is talking specifically about a scene, that scene, as it's been referenced in your movie involving Rudy Giuliani, and Giuliani himself has been talking about it as well. We can't show the clip. It's not morning TV friendly, but basically the president's personal attorney is seen in a compromising position in a hotel room after having an interview with Maria's character. Uh, but I want to say Maria's character was a, he said a the fucking video whore? Was a complete fabrication. That was, was a character? After taking <laughs> off the recording equipment, at no time was I ever inappropriate. If Sasha Baron Cohen implies otherwise, he is a stone cold liar. Sasha, how do you respond to Giuliani's tweet? And uh, feel free, Maria, to chime in afterwards. Um, well, I would say that if the president's lawyer found what he did there uh, appropriate behavior, then heaven knows what he's done with other female journalists in hotel rooms. Uh, and I just, uh. I just urge everyone to watch the movie. It is what it is. He did what he did. And uh, make your he, own mind up. He did um, nothing wrong. It was pretty clear to us. And keep in mind, I, I think I already mentioned this. Look at, look at this guy's face. This is a guy who tried to pressure an actress on one of his movies to stick a finger up his ass on set. And she didn't want to. And she felt sexually assaulted as a consequence of that. This guy got credibly me fucking tooed by Rebel Wilson and no one cares. What about your abuse towards women, uh, Sasha? What about your but perpetuation the, of anti-Semitism? The bullshit of God knows what he's done with other journalists in uh, hotel rooms. Yep. You have you have no evidence of anything happening. Well, you, had, you had a hot 26-year-old grab at a 76-year-old pervert. What did you think was going to happen? Yeah, I mean, God knows. Sorry, God. And what did you think was going to happen? He was going to pull his dick out. Luckily, you came in in a thong for some reason. So you're trying to portray her as a 15-year-old, but you're running around in a thong on set like a fucking freak. Yeah. Probably naked in half of the movie around these girls. I mean, we're talking about a complete sicko. Um, and this is what sickos do. This is what usual usually uh, you know, uh sex freaks and uh real sick demented minds, uh demonic people in Hollywood. I don't wanna I don't wanna bring my show to this show, but demonic Hollywood people they always uh defer to the other person and make them out to be the sicko. We don't know what he does in these hotel rooms. Yeah. What do you do in hotel rooms, you sick fuck? Pretend to be like nude with a person he's saying is underage, just pretending to be a pedophile, you know? Uh well in the same way that he's saying God knows what Giuliani's been trying to do, trying to bang chicks in hotel rooms. Well, God knows what Sasha Baron Cohen's been doing. I mean, he's a, the voice of the ADL, an organization that stands behind pedophiles and normalizes it in other in other countries across the world. World fucking wide. God only knows the types of people that or excuse people, children that this guy has touched in his life. I mean, spiritually, and not physically, of course. I mean, this guy right here, I look at his face and I see a fucking chomo. I'm not saying he is one. He probably isn't one, but God, he'd fit right in. You, something about Sasha Baron Cohen to me just screams pedophile. Like he needs to, you know, embrace that with one of his characters because I think he'd knock that one out of the park. He just has the look about him. I look at him and I go, you know something? Haven't I seen your face on, on a fucking wanted poster somewhere? Like God knows how many children this guy's fucking abused with all the shit I've heard about him. Like I'm not saying any of that's true, but there are a lot of people saying you're a pedophile, Sasha. Should I believe them? God only knows what other uh, children you've touched in hotel rooms. I mean, after what you did with Rebel Wilson on that set, it leads me to believe that it wouldn't be out of your realm of the type of shit you do on set. So God only knows what kind of children you've abused. You fucking let's creep. Forget the, let's not forget the Weinstein angle that he just locked this no-named actress that is just really hot and made her the star of the movie. That comes with some uh, pay-for-play action. 
Yeah, I, I'm thinking that eventually this chick will release it all in a tell-all book, letting us all know the weird, sordid shit that Sasha Baron Cohen demanded that she do if she wanted to be famous. You know, that old, we'll make you a star. I think that's what he peddled to her. I, I don't think for one second that this guy uh, did everything like a gentleman and by the book. Look at the underhanded shit he does in his movies and, and, and then calls it virtuous. Look at that and tell me, how do you think he approached this woman for this role? You bet your ass she, he demanded her to suck him off or something. Classless fuckhead. And like I said, he's in the entertainment industry. He's a figurehead of the ADL. As far as I'm concerned, he is a pedophile. And I can't prove it, but I think he is. And I'm not going to say that he is one, but I'm going to tell you that I believe he is one. I think it's very statistically likely based on who he associates with. Carrying water for Biden, the fucking hair sniffer, the dude who's done so much open, creepy shit towards children and no one fucking cares. So yeah, of course, this guy would be on board with that sort of shit. So uh, eat shit, you unfunny gatekeeping faggot. I hope you, I hope you choke on your next breath. You're an absolute like stain on humanity. I'd just like to add one thing before we uh, end the Sasha Bear Cohen rant. Uh, we're a little longer than expected, but well deserved. Um, do you think he prepared her for that role? Do you think she needed to get like in character, like a like a method actress? I'm just saying she's she's plucked from obscurity, never acted before. Um, so I'm pretty sure there was a walkthrough that they had to do to show exactly what you have to do in this hotel room. And I'm sure Sasha Baracon having to be the center of attention played Rudy Giuliani. I'm just going to need you to grab my dick. Nothing's going to happen. Don't worry about it. This is all part of filmmaking. I know you're new to Hollywood. Sick fuck probably did disgusting shit to her. Uh, and uh, I know you don't want to come right out and say it, but that's just Alex Jones' situation. Let's just say he's in new uh, torture porn. Allegedly. Yeah, yeah, that's a good segue, don't you think? Alex Jones confirmed Trump has footage of Hunter Biden uh, R-ing and T-ing uh, little girls, raping and torturing. One hell of an accusation to make. I I'd really like to see the fucking, uh, well, I don't want to see the footage, but I want to see something to confirm it. Like, a little bit more verification, but this you is one hell of- to it? What's up? Are you going right to uh, Alex Jones? Tell, tell him to send me the... I'm good. I'm good. I, I just tell him I'd love his character in the 80s. That was some good shit. Uh, I'm saying, are you going right to the clip of Alex Jones? Oh, I thought that's what you wanted. My, my mistake. Oh, like, no, let's do it. All right. All right. Let's go ahead and uh, we'll start right at the beginning. So this is a 30-minute video. I We might have to jump around a little bit. Yeah, here we guys, go. I'll just jump around to where Alex Jones is. We don't, we don't believe Alex Jones. We don't support what he does and who he's paid for or paid by and all that stuff just enjoy the entertainment of this video we have total proof from <laughs> over 10 sources triangulated triangulating proving yeah that not just hunter biden not just joe biden not just joe biden's brothers not just nancy pelosi not just hillary clinton not just barack obama but the entire leadership including diane feinstein are openly working with communist china against the united states and have willingly put themselves in positions where they could be blackmailed and controlled. You just heard what the president said a few days ago, and he's been saying that in every major speech, that if he loses, communist China takes control of the United States. They've already got our debt, they already own Hollywood, and they've compromised leaders who, to get access to the Chinese market, go and become compromised like a gang initiation or a satanic initiation. That's why cults do evil things and have evil initiations is to make sure you'll follow their orders. So 
I am cutting in over all of the major feeds of my rebroadcast, David Knight's rebroadcast, Owen Shorter's rebroadcast that are very popular on the satellite for radio and TV and the streams at man.video and infowars.com forward slash show. And we're on Saturday afternoon shooting this 30-minute transmission that I'm going to then loop until I go live at 4 p.m. tomorrow with a regular Sunday show. But I am asking you from the bottom of my heart and from just a place of total common sense and mutual parallel tracks that we all are in grave danger. Man, he was channeling that wild energy, man. Brain fart. And that you take action with this information because this is about mutual self-preservation. Mutual parallel Now, let, let me first explain something before I get to this. That, that, that ties into it and sets the stage. The FBI director, Ray, over six months ago, received the laptop that Giuliani has. And he received the information that's confirmed that shows thousands of photos of what appear to be underage girls. And these are videos with Hunter Biden in them in China, clearly being compromised with what appear to be prepubescent girls to the point the New York Post was supposed to release these on Friday and said they're they're child porn. We've been told we can't. Now, the media spun that that, oh, Hunter has an underage obsession. No, this isn't like barely 18 or something. OK, underage obsession. This is pedophile, Alex. Hunter having sex with what appears to be underage girls to be compromised before he and his father got billions of dollars from communist China by the Communist Party China to make sure that they were under their control. Yeah. What do they call the um, like when you go to China and they have those young like um, boys that are girls? Like, what are those called? You know what I'm talking about? No idea. Anyone know what I'm talking about? They have like those young, like they're like really young um, lady boys. Yep, lady boys. Okay. See. <laughs> yeah, he's he's got a cat boy of his own. Is that what you're saying? It, they, they're like these boys that they make in the girls and like people fall for it until they you know engage in a sexual act with an underage boy someone someone called them poor boys that's the proud boys easy to make that uh, confusion though so yeah do we should we play any more of this alex hargood yeah i would i would just skim a little bit once he gets into like torture porn i don't have any timestamps. just i mean any point of the video is going to be funny Okay, I'll just skip like three minutes in. So it's at seven and a half. Go ahead and start going through the article. Go watch the full video at Infowars.com. Get Daniel's story. Chicom dissident predicts Hunter Biden laptop leak in September and, and top, you name it. And they've confirmed we're on target and that this is real, and that there's a dark side cult that uses this to compromise. And there's everybody else that's not involved in it. But it's just so crazy. How do you even deal with it? How do you tell somebody it's going on? Because no one will believe you. It's so crazy. But it's just like MS-13 makes you to become an actual member, not just an associate. You've got to go torture a young girl to death because that's seen as taboo. So just type in MS-13 tortured, you know, 11-year-old girl to death in satanic ritual. You'll see thousands of articles about it and hundreds of known cases because that's how they get that group. They're just copying what the big boys do. So that's why if you're watching this on Saturday evening, it'll it'll re-air looping into, um, into Sunday. You understand they're bringing in the big tech censorship because they're blackmailed. Pelosi's blackmailed. Hillary's blackmailed. Bill is blackmailed. 
And these groups go around seeing how many people they can blackmail to see how many people they can get under the control of their network. And again, people go and want the payoffs and want the power. And they go, yeah, you got to do this initiation so we know you're cool. You got to get a hard on. You got to go in and screw a 10 year old this up and indeed these videos yeah, are I think, there I think, we, I think that I think was a good yeah that was a good way of putting it as soon as he's finished that i'm like all right that's good so it just very happens nice. to be an hour in davy very nice beard by the way on alex jones i mean that's uh that's top-notch work from the uh barber oh yeah seen. yeah definitely got a hairstylist in the back and that was a quick hour yeah i didn't expect for uh, the sasha baron cohen shit to last that long but man i think uh yeah None of us like him, so we're gonna need you to go in and uh, get a hard on and uh, torture porn through this ten-year-old. <laughs> it's, it's I believe, just politics, I believe bro. this. Ha- I believe this happens. I'm yeah. not. I'm not saying this isn't happening with Hunter Biden as we speak. Just love hearing Alex Jones say it. Yeah, yeah. Well, look at what happened with Epstein. It, like stranger shit has happened that is real than the shit we see on TV. So we would be foolish to think that it's not possible. We should, at, at the very least, give it a good look. Welcome back, everybody. Davey, how you doing? Feeling refreshed? Yeah, cheese stick. Fuck yeah, bro. That's my favorite, uh, like, appetizer. And mozzarella sticks, some good shit. Oh, just a mozzarella cheese stick. Uh, oh, I gotcha. Che- string a, string, a string cheese. Gotcha, gotcha. It's still really good. So really good for you. Good old Biden here giving us a uh, a sign. I don't know what sign it's supposed to be, but it's a sign. He might be saluting some people, even. He has it down quite pat. I don't know. Maybe maybe he's our guy after all. All right. Well, this, ele- uh, this election is going to be so shit. It, it's already pretty shit. I, I haven't even watched any of the debates. People have asked me, have you watched the debates? Fuck no, I haven't. I haven't watched any of them. Yeah, I did a stream last night, not a debate recap of a debate recap of a debate recap of a debate. Because I'm just, how lazy can you be to just turn on a debate and watch it? <laughs> yeah. We're just going to watch a debate and collect super chats and collect a bunch of money from people. And like some people do it well. Like I'll give it to some people. They add commentary. It's fun. Some people literally just watch the debate and collect like a thousand dollars yeah yeah i know what you mean becky, um, becky butt dumpling says who is the guest uh robo biden she's referring she's referring to me are you sure you're you're actually the co-host <laughs> so, have you been downgraded did you get demoted i'm just a guest well for now for now maybe if you put your cards right you know but we have this uh, story here. This is a rather quick one. We probably won't spend too much time on it. But a white man wears blackface and fake beard to shoot and stab to death the mother of his baby daughter amid custody battle. So I don't Love think it. that there's a better strategy you could have. You know, you, you dress up as an African-American. You know, people are going to look for a black man. It's sort of like OJ looking for the real killer. So uh, it's kind of a level of... Uh, I don't really know what you would call it, but, you know, conviction is maybe the right word. Andrew Beard, 33, charged, of course, he's 33, charged with murder and and shooting. And his name is Beard. Beard, yeah. Uh, Charged with murder and shooting and stabbing of death of 24-year-old Alyssa Burkett in uh, Texas on October 2nd. Beard is accused of ambushing Burkett, shooting her in the head, and stabbing her multiple times outside of her work. Witnesses described attacker as a black man, but police later found dark makeup and false beard, and a false beard, in two vehicles linked to Beard. Couple had been locked in a legal custody battle over their one-year-old daughter, Willow. Court awarded Burkett custody in on September 30th. Burkett had 
written online that she was in fear of her in fear for her life and her parents co-workers and boyfriend all said that she was afraid that beard would kill her beard killed her in blackface now all i have to say is he could have got away with this if he just would have got rid of the black makeup and beard it was a solid strategy yeah he had it all planned out he thought this was the best idea forgot to get rid of the literal evidence to show that you were faking being black because everyone would believe that a black person killed a 24 year old white woman yeah so it, this would this would just go in the files as like yep another one another for, a story forgotten face we'll never hear about this chick again yeah no one no one solved mysteries no uh fbi crime files are going to be uh on this one this retard decides to leave the makeup and the beard with your last name being beard they probably had a good laugh at the police station on yeah. this retard just think of it like this he was thinking to himself well i might have to do this again i should probably hold on to this excess black face makeup just in case i don't want to have to buy more i bet you that's uh, what he was thinking now, now i'm i'm just quoting here i just want everyone to know not all heroes wear capes some wear blackface there comes a time in every man's life when he needs to con- no one act a plan to murder a whore wife that left him i'm just quoting yeah just quoting somebody for sure no one cared who he was until he put on the beard uh i just realized that we'd uh we did not read super chats on our uh on our return to the show like we normally do so i'm, I'm gonna oh, knock those oh, out yeah. real quick so we had evan schultz with five bucks through super chat big ups to the midnight crockpot and the wild crockheads out there thank you very much we had uh the eerie fairy with five bucks through super chat happy friday crockheads happy friday eerie fairy and then we had uh, two bucks from kevin from chicago borat equals mainstream uh all anti-polish racism i actually didn't know what that was so extra bit and thank you for the two bucks thanks man cool. and with that uh we'll go ahead and continue on here with the uh with the story it's just i, I laugh nervously because it's it's actually it's pretty horrific but uh, I don't yeah, know if you can't. It is kind of comedic, right? There's like an, a, a cosmic, maybe not irony, but a cosmic dark humor aspect of it that you have to appreciate. But, you know, it is pretty dark and grim. But this is 2020 we're talking about. Like strange things are just happening all over the place. So at least this one can kind of get you a nervous, a nervous laughter. Uh, then we had from uh, Anglin here is going undercover in blackface a good plan when killing your whore <laughs> wife. <laughs> you see, that's that's why I like Anglin. As uh, he says shit like that, like the headlines, they're they're just so over the top and so like it, it's obviously meant to kind of be a joke with a level of sincerity, like a, just a smidge of sincerity. But uh, what this a headline! Guy lost, this guy lost his custody of his one-year-old daughter. I wonder why. Um, yeah, he's probably got some issues. So he, you know, he decided to put on a little blackface. Andrew Charles Beard, because when you murder somebody, you have to have three names. Age 33 of Rowlett, uh, no-name town, is charged with the murder and the October 2nd killing of Alyssa Burkett, 24. You're a 33-year-old that got a 24-year-old. Doesn't look half bad, and even with a kid, doesn't look half bad. A Burkett, an apartment manager at Green Tree Apartments, had just arrived for work shortly after 9 a.m. when she was shot repeatedly and stabbed. Now, the reason they would have got him regardless, even if they didn't find the uh, beard and the black uh, paint or whatever the fuck he used to uh, make up, I'm guessing, is the overkill. 
shooting, stabbing, they would have known it was personal. They would have eventually got him, and then they would have uh, correlated it with the recent breakup and the custody. So, I mean, he had no chance. He had no chance to get away with this. Just a stupid, stupid move. Yeah. The child, the child is unharmed. We can say that and is in protective custody. So there is a uh, a silver lining to this story. Um, But England makes the point. um, I guess maybe she shouldn't have messed around. The conclusion is yes. It may be funny to wear blackface when killing your wife, and it may help you accomplish the goal of ridding her of her mortal coil. However, you won't get away with it. But is getting away with it really the point? What I will say is that you don't want her to think it's a black man. You want her to know it is you. In those last moments, you want her to see your eyes and know it is you taking everything from her like she took everything from you. You know, clown makeup mo- might be a good option. So that was the uh, quote from Andrew England uh, on this <laughs> situation. Holy fuck. <laughs> Going in hard, I see. <laughs> Well, uh, shit, chat. That is the story of the blackface killer. Uh, from there, where do, where should we move from here, Davey? Uh, do, do you do you want to do a little Biden? Let's do because there are, we have about twenty links here. It is a very long rabbit hole involving Biden. So to give right, the so uninitiated Biden, a summary, Biden, go ahead. Biden. We'll do Biden as our extra episode. We'll go. We'll just go. Dare officer. New Halloween. We'll just do the final. Everything after Biden, and we'll make Biden a uh, deep dive uh, 17 and a half episode. Cool. Sounds good. So I have that. Uh, it's a lot to get. It's a, it's a lot to get into, and it would just take. Let's get into this great dare officer, because I don't know if you know this. Um, nighttime streamers are part of the dare program now. Ooh. Um, it's a it's a new thing that's happened where. Um, they, they're very concerned on who uses drugs, when they use drugs, how many drugs they use, if they've ever used drugs on stream. And they really go to the full lengths to find out. And, uh, it's all to help as part of the dare program. Uh, it's called the streamers, uh, streamers against drugs Dare program 2020. Um, there's a very awful podcast that's a uh, part of it. And, uh, there's a few others that, uh, that uh go that route as well cool yeah this article will not load i'll try to archive it which it wasn't archiving properly a second ago okay now it's working but the website isn't so what what's up with this story davy i this is one that you uh sent with the uh notes all right so one thing about um archiving these things and i'm gonna i'm gonna send it to you right now in our in our dms um you won't even have to archive it is that they have a special little like clause in their thing that you have to close and i don't think archive recognizes it yeah well i'm actually on their website now and it's not loading like this is the so actual hit, this is the actual close button. hit that close button thank you there you go um so dare officer which highly respected i mean he's got full fucking suit he's got his medals he's got his badge Dare officer die. <laughs> I can't read this without laughing. Dare to keep kids away from drugs. Officer dies of overdose while raiding evidence locker and gets a parade the next day. 
Uh, this is out of Wemma Unica, New York. In June of this year, a police officer uh, with over two decades on the job, which means nothing, uh, was found dead in the police department's evidence locker. He had a big bag of fentanyl in his pocket. Yet when his death was announced, it was reported that Matt Morgan had died of natural causes. This reminds me of, of St. Floyd. <laughs> yeah, It really does. There are so many parallels. And also, uh, the officer here wasn't able to breathe. So he goes and raids a locker for fentanyl, the leader of the D.A.R.E. program. I mean, I'm not against you doing a little fentanyl. I mean, fentanyl can be fun, but you got to be careful. Um, take a very small amount. Somebody dared I'm telling him. It. Sorry. I'm not. Yeah. Someone, someone dared him. Um, I'm not telling anyone to use drugs and definitely don't try heroin because you'll love it. It's a, it's a very euphoric feeling. Uh, fentanyl is even like double that. So definitely don't try it unless if you're uh, ready to go down a road of addiction. But I will say this guy had the balls to raid a locker as a leader of the D.A.R.E. program. He was found with a bag of fentanyl in his pocket and they announced it as natural causes. The very next day, dozens of police departments from around the area put together a procession parade two hours long in his honor as people stood along their route to pay their respects. But Morgan didn't die of natural causes. He had no business being in the department's evidence locker that day. He had, like, literally, like, the D.A.R.E. officer doesn't need to go into evidence lockers. It's not part of his job. Uh, a procession-honored uh, police department detective and community hero, Matt Morgan, 47, who passed away unexpectedly while at work Thursday, June 25th, 2020, of apparent natural cars causes, the report read. But his death was not natural. Weeks later, an investigation would reveal that Morgan overdosed on fentanyl and methamphetamine in an, in an evidence locker. What's more, uh, Morgan was not supposed to be in the locker that day, and the investigation revealed that the evidence seized drugs had been tampered with by this, quote, hero cop. Ooh. Well, I, who dares wins, and I, I could say that he died of natural causes, because naturally he was, you know, he overdosed, naturally. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to go out, go out like George Floyd. Yeah, I mean, this guy did get a parade, though. So. I mean, I didn't get a parade. I've never gotten a parade. So if, if, yeah. you, if you want a parade, you know what you got to do, Chad. But I fully disavow, and that's a bad idea. The parade's not worth it. But he only got one funeral, and George Floyd got, like, 20, so... That's true, yeah. And he's the new Martin Luther King. Like, there's gonna be George Floyd Park, where everyone gets shot and robbed every night. He's not in it. He's not as important as George Floyd, obviously. Well, Halloween, how excited are you for Halloween, Davey? Let me tell you, Halloween, uh, Sawin, as I like to call it, um, just to be... I know that sounds so gay, and people are gonna make fun of me. I love Halloween. Um, My favorite, and, yeah. And I'm putting together a and and you and I'm gonna offer you if you want to be part of it to do something special. I mean, like maybe produce something like and like cheesy kind of like spooky, creepy Halloween kind of stuff. Like, okay. Ghost stories, uh, true crime stories. Um, I got a bunch of uh, like 
murders that have happened on Halloween, the Halloween killer. Um, I got a lot of stuff lined up and uh, I'm trying to get people to get involved. And like, they're like, well, I don't know if I want to do a Halloween special. It's a Halloween special. Have a little fun. Yeah. Um, look at what these people are doing. And would you rather do this or just enjoy a Halloween special? So let's pull up the new normal Halloween. The new normal Halloween. Yeah, well, and here, Connecticut family creates two-story candy shoot for trick-or-treaters. This is the uh, the idea of a future that we deserve, apparently. I'll bring up the other article. Now, uh, DIY candy shoot to spooky decor. How to have a safe Halloween. Uh, we got a video here we could watch, but I'll bring up the actual article. Uh, this is gonna this is gonna fucking infuriate you. Oh, can't wait. Is this like a fake Martha Stewart, like, like Rachel Ray, like a, a poor woman's Rachel Ray, like trying to do it yourself? Well, I took this cardboard box and I painted it white and I made it look like a ghost. It's a little ghoul. And it's like, shut up, bitch. Hand it's out the candy. It's real sporty. You'll like it. Yeah. Just I can hand out the fucking candy. Give the kids what they want. All right. And that's not through a shoot. They want to look you in the eye as you hand them candy. What the <laughs> yeah, fuck world it, we live in? Yeah, and if you don't think these kids are going to fucking tug and pull, if, that sounded weird, but if, if you don't think these kids are going to rip down these shoots as soon as they see them, you got another thing coming. Yeah, they're going to try so, to get the candy to come out. These things are going to be in the middle of the street fucking destroyed. You know, back in my day, that's what would have happened. Back, back in my day, when I, was, uh, when I was a youngster on Halloween, I was smashing every pumpkin. I was fucking kicking pumpkins' faces in. Uh, if I would have saw one of these candy shoots, it'd be in the middle of the street, completely destroyed, because I was a degenerate uh, kid with no guidance. Well, luckily, kids will have to learn or teach themselves how to be a bit of a uh, fucking degenerate child destroying everything in sight. Uh, they're going to have the freedom that you and I once enjoyed, right? We'll see. Let's let's take a look into the, what the future holds in store for all of us. What the fuck Sweet is this? Halloween will look... The one on the right? I don't know. Is this tranny? I, I thought sh they looked very uh, questionable as well. Okay. All right. Very different this year, but one thing remains the same. Make sure that your night is safe. Whether this means physically distanced trick-or-treating or celebrating at home, DIY expert Jen Tryon is here with ideas to get into this oh. spirit. All right, Jen, you have a great way <laughs> out here to get the kids hard. involved with Halloween yeah. decorations. And, and it's a very simple DIY project. I love this project and it really helps get rid of some confusion because who knows what's going to be happening out there with all the excitement. Do we ring the doorbell? Do we not ring the doorbell? So what we've made here is a very Canadian little ghost fence. I love this idea. All I you need tell. is a... Well, is, she, is she culturally appropriating us right now? Should we be, she, should we be mad? Is she fucking like looking in the mirror and saying, you know, I like the dreads, but I also want to look like Essie Cup. Uh, just a, that, that's just a reference that's going over a lot of people's heads, but yeah. you know, let's see what Jen Tryon has well, to say. Well, a bunch of fallen maple leaves, and we painted them white. Couldn't be oh, easier. Wow. So, like I said, when I went to Walmart to pick out the Halloween candy and all Racist. the decor, I picked up some white paint too. We painted all of these leaves and then let them dry. And then with a black Sharpie, and the kids can help with this too, we just drew on some ghost faces. 
doesn't have to be perfect. In fact, like none of them are perfect. We just adhered it to a bit of twine. You can use string or yarn. Stuck it we had some do. pegs and we just draped the these little ghost leaves right across the front of the lawn, yeah, front sure of the lawn sure to kind of funnel pegs. the kids towards where we would want them to pick up the candy. And then we used an inflatable to, to kind of, you know, decorated things up a little bit so people would know where to go. I also used the Silhouette uh, Cameo Plus cutting machine to make this big Halloween sign. Ooh, nice, I got a shout out. Because it's all in an effort to show kids oh, yeah, where to go when they get to right? your lawn, especially if you don't want them ringing now. the doorbell. We strung some lights along there and the Halloween candy this way couldn't make it more clear where to go to get that candy. All right, all looks great. Now let's get Does to it? that. Does it the look candy, great? Because Halloween, we know it's all about the candy, Jen. And all you've got about some the candy. Physically distanced ways that we can safely deliver the candy? Yes, a few ways. Elaborate and not so elaborate. I'll start with the okay. elaborate because it's the most fun. The candy we did a ghost zip line. That's this little guy here. Yeah, fucking this Bill is Gates actually the upcycled candy box, candy you guys. Syringes. I can we just see painted it. them white, and this oh. ghost actually zips down a little clothesline right to that inflatable, right to the kids. See him coming there? <laughs> I love it. But That's unless you reuse... Use tongs, of course, put the candy <laughs> inside that one and upcycled box it. and just oh, shoot them right down the line. They loved this idea. And there you go. There's the that candy it. box. Empty out the candy, save that for later. I just painted it Zip white line. with that same paint that I used for the leaves. Why not? We got it. Might as well use it. Yeah, got to uh, use all that white that paint. Box. Make everything white. And then just cut I, I a ghost it. face yep. out of construction paper. Um, I used for the little tails Racist at the bottom an old uh, pillowcase. See, this is why we're getting canceled, folks. And... Yeah, just brave people like Davey and myself so are that exposing be the truth flying in the wind and when it holding comes people in power accountable. And honestly, like this was a really inexpensive, and these are just making a bad great name way for like us. to just have a little Shaking bit of fun during this, you know, confusing Halloween this year. Yes, it's COVID, but the kids really do love this holiday. And so we really do. You know, usually when a kids really love a holiday, you don't have to keep saying it. Remember, kids, you're going to love what we have in store for you with with fucking visor uh like full body bubbles your own little safe space it's gonna be great you kids are gonna love living in little spacesuits on your home planet um if you think this is bad wait till you get to the next one of the ohio dad that created the candy shoot who is it is this the video let's go ahead and bring that up this we had a youtube video here and watch watch the tranny uh i'd rather not a boy princess a 15 year old boy princess much like the rest of 2020 there's a big question mark beside this year's trick-or-treating some places are considering yep. no trick-or-treating at all and those that are allowing it are begging participants of beggars night to biden would say that's a brave choice oh yeah i forgot about that yeah it's a very brave choice to yeah and if that is the challenge, with the lifestyle and how it affects people they're, they're an oppressed people better make my kids an so oppressed person those masks behind you is your favorite special effects like children, theme, horror genre creepy well, suspenseful right now, things it's what andrew Beatty has always been into this room in his home in the cincinnati area a testament to that Okay, that Cthulhu like a weirdo i i do like the cthulhu vase he has right here the the third one from the left Pretty sure that's supposed to be Cthulhu. It's pretty neat. I don't know that I'd buy it or own it, but it's cool. You know a lot more about this stuff than I do. I, I really like uh, I like horror and uh, Lovecraft. It was a, I was into Lovecraft when I was like in high school. I'm not so much into it now, but like At the Mountains of Madness is fucking amazing. That's a great one. 
Have you uh, ever heard of uh um bucket the names uh he made the D-Wave computer Gordy Rose? No, I've never heard of him. All right, yeah, look up Gordy Rose uh HB Lovecraft and he talks about the D-Wave computer um how it's quantum computing and how they reach into other realms and there could be lovecraftian type demons that could uh you know cross over into our dimension it's pretty interesting shit no i'll, I'll look into that it sounds definitely on my alley but uh, we'll go ahead and finish up like there's another minute or so but I, what we really wanted to show you is this man's device led to the best idea we've seen tube. this year I've been wanting to do something similar to it for a while just to help people with mobility issues and begin, like I said, with having an immune deficiency myself. It's a good idea, especially that time of year when people are getting cold. And then wear a mask, you faggot. Have that little extra yeah. distance there, just a little common sense. This guy wants grandma to die. During a pandemic, he says like now was the time. time so killed 200,000 people. Yeah, this guy should be on trial for every last one of those Americans who died from COVID. You have 20 masks behind you and you couldn't even wear one of them? Sidewalk. I know, at the very least, he could have worn the Michael Myers one. And right after that, it just started taking off. In three days, 8,000 comments, 27,000 reactions, 62,000. He went viral, Davey. A sign tells oh, wow. where to place yeah. the bag. He got a bunch of internet upvotes. He's so proud of himself. They're so proud of him. He's a pillar of his community. He's a hero. Modern, a modern uh, Johnny Appleseed, but with candy. That means there's going to some, be someone else that's going viral for going to his house and fucking ripping that thing down and breaking it in half and stealing all the candy. Yeah, yeah. That's, I, I seem to have somebody in mind. That sounds like something a certain uh, America First loving patriot would, would do in, on his live streams right now. But that's neither here nor there. That might end up on the ex- extras episode, but we'll see. Um, I don't think they're going to have any girls to hang out with that night. Oh, no, no, they never do. Uh, so from there, <laughs> no, no joke. These guys are like woman repellent and they can all tell. Like every time one of these American first guys, the ones that tell you that they're making America great again, you know, bringing back Christianity by acting very anti-Christ like it's, it's insane. Uh, make but, a, sorry, make a family, make, make, make a family, <laughs> make white babies, but I'm a virgin. Yeah, I'm a virgin who's waiting for marriage, and I have an unrealistic expectation of my partner. It's so high, in fact, that that somebody hypothetically could just continue to to bang cat boys off the internet, and then continue to grift off an audience that would be focally against that. Like I, this guy hasn't I even. Would, sorry, I would pay. I would pay the fifty dollars I made last month off of YouTube to have Nick Fuentes take a lie detector test if he got his dick touched by the cat boy. Not even sucked. I played around with just. Just Rudy Giuliani touched a little bit of a tuck job. Yeah, I, uh, I I don't think many people really need to hear him say it. It's kind of obvious. You can see when he's hanging out with lolly socks, you see love in his eyes. I've never seen him look like a look at a woman like that. And f- matter of fact, him, Baked Alaska, and all these guys, they sneer at women. They, there's literally no chivalry, no gentlemanly. Uh, personality trait nothing they're they just are pissed off that they're not getting laid that's how it comes off to me that rage of how come they don't find me attractive i don't know nick if you're just spitfire in here but women are people you talk to them like you would talk to an average person the way I've seen Nick Fuentes talk to every woman he's ever come across, uh, yeah, I could, it's not a surprise to me that he's still living with his parents without a girlfriend. I mean, you, you don't get anywhere. You're not going to perpetuate the white race by acting like a cunt. A good point last night. He He's not even allowed to have a girl at the house. Um, but, uh, <laughs> I mean, 
I was cutting, but uh, a couple points I want to make uh, is one is Catboy infatuation is accepted now. I don't know if you saw this yesterday, but the fucking Pope came out and endorsed uh, basically homosexuality and gay marriage and civil unions. So finally they can fuck off and stop fucking complaining that they don't have equal rights now, right? Now that it's allowed that they can be, that they can marry. Oh no, no, now they need to prey on kids. I forgot, my bad. Another point is, I don't know how old Nick was, but he sat, and we can say whatever we want about Brittany Venti, and there's a lot to say. If you sit in front of her person and have an interview, you better fuck. At least try. I mean, fuck. I mean, I'm not saying she is the hottest. I'm not saying anything. She's got huge tits. I I was about to say, yeah, she's got huge tits. (laughs) You You take the chance. You didn't. Yeah, you you miss 100% of the shots you don't take, man. I, I just don't understand how you sit in front of uh, uh, an e-celeb that's just thirsty for any kind of e-celeb attention, like a Britney Venti type, has you at her house doing an interview, and you don't go, let me just try to grab your tits. What's the worst that's going to happen? They could have been the new shoe on, hang and, shoe on head and uh, armored skeptic, man. They They deprived us of that. Yeah, what a cup! What a couple that was! What a fucking nerd that faggot is! All of those people, man, it's they're they're a very particular type of personality. Like internet, the pursuit of internet clout just seems to program your personality in a very particular think of, way. Think of that! Think of that crew from like 2016. Some black guy, Bunty King, shoe on head, armored skeptic. I mean. People were watching Chris Raygun. People yeah. were watching them like they were like the new fucking alt right or something. Like they were gonna, you know, hold down the values of the Republican Party when they're all fucking flaming liberals. But remember, they're also all neo Nazi fascists, according to Twitter. Exactly. It, it's kind. Of, yeah. It was just so bizarre. But uh, you fu- would you fuck Shuanhead? Yeah. Okay. Just give it. Just being honest, I, I was thinking it, it didn't even take me for about a second. I never even thought about it. Yeah. It's kind of a. It, it, I don't know how annoying she is though, because I haven't seen a lot of her stuff. Because uh, behavior for me is a big part of things. So this chick could turn me off in a fucking heartbeat. I don't know. Someone asked, "Does Britney Venti grift more than Millie Weaver?" Britney Venti's out in the open about it. Millie Weaver lies. Yeah, but, uh, Britney Venti is more of a, like a performance artist, like a BG Cumby. I think she's much less uh, entertaining than BG Cumby, but. Uh, if you're if you're unfamiliar with him, he's a funny fucking guy. You should check him out. My favorite video of his, he did an April Fool's joke where he has like some girl awkwardly stand next to him, and it's uh, guess what, internet? I'm not an incel anymore. And then he's like, I got a girlfriend now. Fuck you guys. Blah 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 blah. And then he had a second part of the video where it's just him looking into the camera like you stupid motherfuckers fell for it. I bet you, I bet you actually thought I wasn't an incel anymore. Go ahead and look at the date that video was uploaded go ahead and then i i was watching like okay click on it april fucking first buddy he played me like a fiddle he played me like an absolute fucking fiddle but bg company is hella funny uh venti i think tries to do the same thing but uh, i love that someone put venti is disgusting wood smack (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean uh, as long as she doesn't smell like cat shit i mean she's got a nice rack i'm not gonna lie they're big, and she complains about the back problems a lot. But uh, after that annoyance, I mean, you would just you know, yeah, I, I, you'd get over it pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. 
I mean, we got like 20 minutes left. What what do, what do you say? You want to go uh want to go uh visor? Yeah, we'll bring up uh, visor. I think we got to bring up Gre- Governor Cuomo shutting down uh the synagogue. Okay. You want to go with that one first? That was the uh one you sent me anyway. I don't know if that's an accurate description of what it is, but this video I think people will get a kick out of. I don't know if this is is this the phone call one uh seen in monzi new york police state edition is this the the twitter yeah okay, yeah this is great this is the gestapo coming in all right so we'll rewind it and we'll turn up the volume there i love how the jews talk hey, how you come into my house you come in my house disrespect me in my house uh i haven't i actually i've seen the clip but i haven't heard the audio yet Let's let's give it a listen. But we had a complaint about vehicle parking in the front. Then I look up and you have over ten people in a crowd. So what? Now it's an issue. Okay. What is the issue? Exactly. So is this is not a party, there's no Stop. music. This is simply a simple thing. They have a few friends together. What is the issue that you need supposed to come into my house and tell me that it's okay for a police okay. officer to walk into my house and say it's okay? When you are the police officer, yes. you know the laws, you know the rules, yes. you can walk into my house and yes. tell me that it's okay. You would have been a normal person who walked out and said, okay, can I talk it to you? looks like you let him in, though. Listen to you. Instead, you're that. just backing we're, that we're, up we're, again we're, and again. We're past that. We're yeah. past that point. <laughs> you had a guest trying to slam the door. Yeah, he tried to slam it on me. I'm trying to talk to you as a person. No, we didn't this, you were standing here when I okay. came out. I didn't see anything. I told you, as I looked out, you, you guys came out. As he was looking out, the cop just shushed him. Ah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. So you're not allowed to have. Uh, gatherings of more than 10 people remember that first amendment thing freedom of association well grandma will die and we're not allowed to have freedoms anymore or associations even if you're chosen even if you're chosen you're not allowed pretty beige jew and uh number one rule never talk to the police yeah they can knock on your door all fucking night long can say whatever they want to say from outside the door you have no obligation of speaking to the police if you have committed no crime if they want to if you want to bring your lawyer involved if they want to come with a warrant never talk to the police because it's only going to get you in more trouble you don't have to answer the door you don't have to answer their questions they have no authority over you despite what the police surveillance state and the country wants to tell you. It doesn't mean to fund the police or hate the cops. Just know your rights. You don't have to talk to them. You don't have to answer their questions because they're only going to try to fucking hold you up on some stupid crime. He was resisting. He was insulting a police officer. He was uh, resisting our chance at uh, trying to mediate the situation. Cops will lie in any situation. Never talk to them. They're sure as hell not going to like randomly go, oh, actually, you're here. We gave you we have a present for you. You're being rewarded. No, it's always them trying to fuck you over. You might as well not even bother. Uh, so, yeah, nice little clip there. You know, at least they're applying the rules unilaterally instead of how they normally do it. And fuck. Yeah. From here. Let's go uh, Pompeo, Joe Rogan, and then Jeffrey Tubin. I think that'll play us out. All right. All right. So we got Pompeo here. Mike Pompeo. This is real because I was very worried about side effects that I was having. Um, I had my, I had some minor sniffles. Um, some call them the, uh, winter allergies that I get from Mm -hmm. time to time. 
won't we won't get into that but um you know sometimes i just i'm a little stuffed up i don't know where it comes from they're just allergies i guess yeah um (laughs) damn those damn late night allergies just pop in sometimes but um pompeo uh has given me a new side effect Hmm. a new side effect huh I mean, I didn't realize that getting a, a sickness or a flu could make you a, a bigot. It could make you hate the Jews. But apparently a side effect of COVID-19 is that you will internalize some some animosity towards God's chosen people. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo on Wednesday attributed the rise in anti-Semitism on social media platforms to the conspiracy theories surrounding the coronavirus pandemic. Speaking at a State Department conference on the subject, Pompeo, as well as an international collection of leaders, addressed giving concerns, excuse me, growing concerns about anti-Semitism spreading online. They they ludicrously blamed the Jewish people for the spread of COVID-19, not the real culprit, which engaged in the cover-up. The Chinese Communist Party, Pompeo said, in reference to troll accounts across all social media platforms. The conference featured remarks from Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, who emphasized the role of the pandemic that that it has played in amplifying hatred towards Jews. Man, I I just, it's weird. There's no other group of people that has to sit around pitying themselves, going, oh, people hate me. Like, you know, for what it's worth, the Native Americans, they they have their reservations and they mostly keep to themselves. They don't go around to fucking Africa or to Australia and say, hey, we need you to be more aware that people died in our history. And, and, and this wasn't like just Pompeo coming out. This featured remarks from uh, the prime minister Netanyahu, who emphasized um, the role the pandemic played in amplifying hatred towards Jews as if he would know uh, terrorist Benjamin Netanyahu himself. Um, and their quote was, in many ways, it has never been easier for anti-Semitism to spread. And not only did they do this, they took it to the next level. We just watched the video of them going into Orthodox Jews household because they didn't want to wear a mask or they wanted to hang out with nine people. They're actually weighing uh labeling leading human rights groups as anti-semitic so if you're someone like um and these are groups i hate by the way like right wing watch or uh amnesty international human rights watch you know groups that we hate that you know censorship all all, the whole thing Mm -hmm. but they're gonna label them anti-semitic and they're gonna do it under the guys of the IHRA. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Um, that's that's the International Holocaust Remembrance Association. Okay, yes, yes, I know. All right. And and they make up the rules. They make up that they are the leader of the working definition of anti-Semitism. It's the same one Donald Trump used when he wrote his executive order. And it's the same ones that Twitter, Facebook and YouTube uses to uh, declare anti-Semitism. And one of their main tenets of it is that you can't make up, can't see me using air quotes right now, but quote-unquote myths like Jews run banks or Jews want to dominate the world. Those are stereotypes you just cannot say. Yeah, and remember the executive order that Trump passed, I think last year or the year before, where it is illegal to say things that are true or false that perpetuate negative stereotypes about Jewish people. That even if it's real, you're still prohibited from indulging your first 
indulging in your First Amendment right to express yourselves. That that apparently doesn't exist uh, anymore at all because these free speech assholes decided to put a clause in one of these executive orders that makes it so that way any real or perceived it says that in there. That's the actual term real or perceived uh, stereotypes. So even if it's true, it's still hate speech. This is what he meant when he said, make America great again. No wall, no Hillary in fucking cuffs. Epstein, uh, the truth behind Epstein lost in the ether. We'll never find out who was really behind it. The uh, killer that murdered uh, Seth Rich, Michael Hastings, the list goes on. That's all forgotten about. But you know something? He made sure to switch that, uh, what is it, the embassy, move that over to Jerusalem. And, you know, he also... Gave a ton of money to Israel. That's really big. But more than that, he restricted the free speech of his constituents, his free speech-centric constituents, uh, in order to pay even more lip service to this fucking horrific terrorist organization called Israel. And I'll, and I'll repeat it every time until I'm blue in the face just for Trump supporters out there. And I know they get mad at me because they go, well, what's the other choice, Biden? need to get away from the two-party system and start coming up with new plans but trump embraces locker up locker up locker up what did he do the next day after he won the presidency she showed great character yeah he came into a dinner got up on stage and said everybody give a standing ovation to hillary clinton one of the greatest women politicians to ever grace the earth a great lady yeah but you're just telling us that she was a fucking corrupt evil mastermind just a few days hence that's politics for you yeah that's that's politics you know davy that's what democracy is that's what that's what their system is is they they pit us against each other fighting one another uh, for their on their behalves and then after it's all said and done they're actually fucking friends we're not friends anymore with our friend uh, with our family and the people we lost because they got us so worked up that we really thought our future was was in flux and we could actually change any of it that's that's the real grift the political grift is giving the illusion of solution to the people and then making them fight over uh, fight over it among one another and then the people that are supposedly the champions of both sides don't even believe in a damn word they say that's democracy folks yep that's the illusion of choice all right let's try to uh we got 10 minutes let's try to get to uh mr joe rogan suspending his podcast i love this story i fucking love this story let's bring it up joe rogan liar sell out joe rogan Suspends production of Joe Rogan Experience podcast amid COVID concerns. I mean, oh, big, yeah, big go concerns. ahead. You, well, big you're concerns. a big fan of Joe Rogan. Uh, go ahead and give us your take. Uh, well, I have the archive article here, so I don't know if the video is gonna gonna uh, show up here. Is there a video? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let me let me bring this up real quick. We gotta have the Instagram video where he explains exactly what's going on. Gives us the full context. <laughs> Oh, such a such a great image they use here. Expectation, and look, folks. Expectation, reality. Like I know he's older, but you know when you get these these hyper artistic uh, fucking photo ops, they just always look so much better than how they look from a a camera on your phone. And by the way, the lenses absolutely play a difference. That's why you you'll take a picture with your phone; it doesn't quite look the same as when you take a picture with a camera. Like the lenses uh, uh, make you look basically fucked. But uh, let's go ahead and play this video here. Sorry, he's not carrying a half an elk on his Instagram page by himself. No, right? All right. So uh, let's go ahead and play this a minute 46. 
this is all you need to know. You don't need any article. You just need to hear him explain. It just makes no sense. It just makes no sense. Hello, friends. So we have a situation. My friend. Young Jamie Vernon tested positive today for COVID-19. I tested negative. The rest of the staff tested negative. Uh, oh, shit. Jamie got COVID. Positive. He thought maybe he had a sinus infection or allergies, but he has COVID. Uh, we were off last week. The episodes that aired, we had previously recorded, so I hadn't seen Jamie in about nine days. And he said somewhere around Thursday, this past Thursday, he felt like shit for a day and then started feeling better on Friday. And by Saturday, he was mostly over it. Today, he says he feels 90%-ish, but... Yeah, he had a cold. So we canceled all the shows. We're happy he has a mild case, but we canceled all the shows. Uh, I'm keeping away from everybody and testing myself and testing the staff every day until uh, we're in the clear. There's nothing we can do. So we're canceling all podcasts this week, and I won't know when we will do them again until we get a, a clear from the doctor. I think... It has to be, I think it's 10 days and three negative test results in a row. So uh, that takes us deep into next week. I don't know what we're going to do. We may do some shows remotely. We may do some shows with a substitute producer, which I really don't want to do, but... We'll figure it out. Um, and I'm, I'm happy that Jamie has a mild case. I'm happy that he's feeling better. But uh, obviously, this is you a, don't, a you fucked don't up situation. Out, Jamie. My apologies to all the guests. My apologies to all of you. Um, it's out of my hands, obviously. And I will keep you posted. Yeah. I, and one thing I wanted to point out, because I know I, I commented on, you know, how he looks in this image versus this one. He's looking a bit rough. Like, yeah. age is really hitting him. I haven't seen Joe Rogan in a while. I don't even recognize him. I recognize his voice. That's what I, like, I'm looking at him going, I can't even tell that that's you. He's gained a lot of weight. Not in a, necessarily a bad way. I, I don't mean that but in a bad way, but I mean, he, he looks rough. Uh, but I did, I did a full breakdown on this uh, last night about just his... Um, complete obsession, uh, obsession with calling. Guaranteed. I'm about to get in my foot for my plan. Sorry, I was you trying still to prep uh, This is uh, when he found out. Uh, not really, but this is when he found out that uh, young Jamie had uh, coronavirus. The same expression, you think? Fix that shoulder. Guaranteed. I'm about to get in my foot for my plan. Punch him horribly. Are you still running? Uh, yeah, I have to. You have to. I just love it. Why don't you get one of them zero runners? Have you seen that thing that I have out here? Is it a Woodway? No, no, no. It's a, it's a, like a. It's weird. It's uh, yeah. sort of like an ellip. Sorry. Sort of like an elliptical machine to like a. It's weird. It's uh, a, yeah. sort of oh. like an ellip. Did you just try it? Do, you will speak when spoken to, producer. Yes, man. Oh. oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm talking. You know. Uh. And this is like. I mean, this isn't like having jordan peterson on two years after his xanax binge and he really wants to di dive deep into what happened now he fucked up his life and it's a serious conversation it's eddie bravo and brendan shop they're all friends they all hang out together he literally just said oh it's weird like it's a weird looking machine and joe rogan said shut the fuck up never bring up your damn voice when i'm fucking speaking ever again but to get back to the COVID thing, I don't think Jamie has COVID. 
Um, I think that's line number one. Um, I also think it ties into Joe's obsession with calling anybody that questions vaccinations crackpots. Oh, that's uh, right. Yeah. The, the Midnight Crackpot. He he source checked a comedian on his show and made a joke about Bill Gates jabbing people in arms in uh, third world countries. He made he fact checked him, he made Jamie go on Google and fact check it joke um but you're talking he hasn't recorded in nine days it's all pre-recorded now he has another 10 days so in the biggest point of the year during the election rogan isn't gonna do any podcasts and he says it's out of my hands guys guys it's totally out of my hands how much money joe rogan has he could just get literally any producer the best producer in the world just to come in for a week just to do the show yeah yeah like i'm sure red band would come in like no problem i think red band did come in that'd be cool i know a lot of people who like him he's a fat fuck that i don't want to i don't want to go too much into it but he he eats wendy's and then he takes the leftover wendy's and tries to make new wendy's concoctions with them (laughs) mary He's married to an Asian that completely hates him. And this guy That's lives sad. in like this guy lives in like complete shit. Like this guy could be rich as fuck if he would have just had any business sense with the Joe Rogan experience, but he left it. Now he does fucking kill Tony with the most annoying fucking person, Tony Hinchcliffe, you've ever seen in your life. I think my voice is nasally. Listen to Tony Hinchcliffe. Oh shit. Yeah, I haven't seen any of his outside stuff. A friend of mine spoke really like, oh, this guy's the fucking best. And he was going on about it for a while. So I'm like, they yeah. They all hear it from Rogan. Cause yeah, I'll get, you're probably oh, right. Rogan said, Rogan said he's funny. Yeah, Rogan told me Burt Kreischer was funny. <laughs> that, that That's fucking humor. I, I did hear that Joe Rogan was a comedian. That might be his finest joke. Yeah. So to, to your neck of the woods. Yeah, I saw somebody in, in chat. It was anonymous, anonymous. They brought the, it's like you guys should bring this up. And we had the uh, we had an article prepared, but we we're we we're getting close to the two hour mark. So we'll just go over this real quick. So in San Francisco, the Karen Act has been passed. It is now illegal to make racially motivated nine one one calls. And what that means is if you call the police on a black person, uh, it's a crime. It can be. And think about how loosely defined it could possibly be. Possibly be. You could bet your ass that, that a, an organization like the police that is designed not to protect society but to generate tax revenue, they will see every opportunity from, oh, a person, oh, this person's black that you called this, the number on? Okay, well, we're going to file a police report against you. And then if this person was doing anything wrong, also against them because you only called because they were black, even if they were committing a crime. We're going to see lots of cases like that, like this. Crime is going to get even worse in the bay area uh and still they're gonna just be passing more laws so that they could touch kids uh it's infuriating the type of shit that that they just do and they say we we voted for this you know what i mean here's the the question what if you're a guy that murders his wife and you're wearing blackface and they call the police on you see it's a crime if you called the police because you thought it was a black man okay i got it to think about how how police will enforce that it's completely up to them the, the same police force that they think is evil and racist they are giving them the uh the freedom to choose what when or when is racially motivated and when it's not racially motivated 
So then we're going to have another three fucking years of hearing them scream, we need more reform. Now we need to have an independent uh, investigation into each 911 call. Like, it's, it's never going to be enough. And it's all just designed to cause the system to fall apart. The worst thing we ever did was ever try to entertain these fucking lunatics once. We should have all, we should have told them to kick rocks the first time they started being like, well, we care about stuff. We were protesting for change. These people need to go get fucked is really all I have to say about it. But this is the world in two years, three years. You can mark the Karen Act and the passing of the Karen Act as being the contributing factor of why things spiraled so deeply out of control. California sucks, and you know it, and yeah. I know it. Yeah, and it I does. Feel bad. I feel bad for you. What irritates me, and I briefly mentioned it earlier, is that these, like I said, I've said many times before, I don't believe the election is legitimate. I don't believe the people are actually in control, but the illusion that we're in control is there. That's the real democracy. That's what democracy really is, is the illusion of control. So they'll fuck us over by by passing through a bunch of laws and new, new bullshit that we didn't even vote on, that we didn't even want, didn't want drafted up. And then they'll tell us that we actually voted it in, despite the fact that everyone was against it like they'll tell you they'll fuck you over and then tell you it's your fault that this happened despite the whole thing being designed to undermine you your and your brothers and sisters and the fucking world that they're that yours and mine uh fathers grandfathers grandmothers everyone bled and died horrific deaths for hundreds of years to build this nation and now it's being sold to to a bunch of assholes who are trying to pit us against one another it's the word infuriating just doesn't quite say it so I should say that you should um, buy a bunch of black makeup, a fake beard, mm-hmm. and go around on a murdering rampage, uh, ending with Gavin Newsom, and then just say it's a new part of a Sasha Baron Cohen movie. It's all acting. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, I, I could definitely do calls, that. And if anyone calls the police on you, they're the fucking racist. Yeah. And I'm also, uh, I, I don't know if these guys realize, but I am the embodiment of science. So anything I say is pro-climate change. And if they resist at having, you know, their, uh, we'll, we'll just say shuffling off this mortal coil. I mean, what are you against science? All, 99 scientists, uh, 99% of all scientists agree that Gavin Newsom just shouldn't be alive. If you could mix in the Sasha Bear Cohen role and R.A.P.E. Greta Thunberg, that would just be icing on the cake. Ooh. The greatest uh, Sasha Baron Cohen character of all time. Uh, that might have took it a little too far, but we are at the 202 mark. Uh, that was another great episode. Uh, coming with an extra episode this week, which will include a full breakdown of the Joe Biden, Hunter Biden scandal. We will also get into Jeffrey Lubin Tubin on his Zoom in call. Um, we have something called Visor, which is your own safe space, uh, which you guys are going to love. And many other stories uh, that we couldn't get to tonight. Uh, we always over prep just so we have extra shows for you guys. Uh, we really appreciate all of you. Um, and uh, we appreciate all the compliments. We appreciate all the likes, the, the support, um, sharing, liking, and uh, not even to mention the financial support. It's just uh, we're humbled by it, and we're glad you stuck with us through uh, 17 episodes, and uh, you're going to see it weekly. Well, here's uh, the 17 more, man. Just a 17 more. And 17 is uh, actually the, do you know the 17th letter in the alphabet? You? It is. 
Interesting. Well, life is very poetic like that. Like everything's, it's like poetry, it rhymes. 